Good morning, everyone. May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in to our live broadcast. We are going to continue on our subject, Receiving the Spirit. This is part four. And uh, just want to remind you, if you have testimonies, prayer requests, or questions, please feel free to contact us on any of the social media platforms. You can also contact us there on our website. Uh, or email us or contact me by phone or text. And with that said, we'll get right into our subject, uh, Luke 24, 49, I want to start with, And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power on high. They were to expect power from on high. They were to expect something supernatural to happen inside of them so that they would then have the authority to do the same works that Jesus did. Uh, absolutely, we understand Matthew chapter 7, the works of Mark 16 to lay hands on the sick and recover, to cast out devils, can be duplicated by someone who is false. But the anointing they have is true. So what is it that cannot be duplicated? It's a life living and expressing that word for that age, that generation. But we have to apply it. Brother Branham says in the Sermon the Token in 19, September 1963, apply it, church. Now don't fail, will you now? Don't. Don't, don't let the sun set. Don't, 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 don't rest day or night. Don't take no chance. It won't work, children. It won't work. You must have the token. You say, I believe. Yes, I go. I, yeah, I believe the message. That's all right. That's good. But you must have the token. Do you hear Branham Tabernacle? You must have the token displayed. Without it, all your believing is in vain. See? You'll live a good life. You listen to... Uh, you live a good life, you listen to what the Word says, you go to church, you try to live right, that's fine, but that's not it. When I see the blood, that's the token. Amen. So, believing the Word for our age is the evidence of receiving the Holy Ghost. However, it's not just that, because a person can outwardly confess and outwardly show conforming to the message without having the Holy Spirit living inside of them. Uh, people confess Christ all day long, but without a true new birth and transformation, it means nothing. So, with that said, um, you know, it's important to understand that the token has to be applied. It's not merely saying, well, I believe, because we believe. It says, have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? You believe, but you have to go on and receive the fullness of the Spirit. Um, those disciples at the in Ephesus that were disciples of John, Paul met them, his first question, and it was significant, was, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Then the next question was, when they said, we don't know what you're talking about, they said, uh, he said, what, what were you baptized unto? And 
He told them about believing on Christ Jesus and the difference between that baptism, the John's baptism and the baptism of John, or John's baptism and the baptism of Jesus, told them the difference. They were rebaptized. Then Paul laid hands on them. They received the Holy Ghost. So they heard the word. They acted in obedience to the word. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost. <clears throat> and so we hear the word, we believe the word, but if we don't go on and receive the Holy Ghost, we're not really going on in obedience. We're not really going on uh, in the fullness of the word. And again, we talked about before, this is all one and the same act, just described in multi multiple different ways. Speaking of being born again, you're born again by the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You're regenerated by the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You, when you receive the Holy Spirit, you're baptized in the Holy Ghost. And in turn, you are born again. And so this, this much should be clear. And again, to be uh, abundantly clear, Brother Branham teaches us that the evidence of the Holy Ghost is receiving the word for your hour. But it isn't merely believing, it's also applying the token. We have to have our own experience. It's not merely, well, we believe and that's the end of it. No, that's Baptist doctrine. It's we believe and we have to go on and receive it. It's the spirit of truth guiding us into all truth. That's not an initial evidence. That's a continuing evidence of Him leading us and guiding us into all truth. Amen. So, with that said, we're going to continue reading um, in the token. Uh, but here it's His own life that was in the blood. And the chemistry was only a signal or a sign of sanctification. But the life itself is the token, for without the circumcision, without the token, you're not even in the covenant. The whole thing works together. If you say you're circumcised to the word, and it only, then you'll believe the word. If you believe the word, then the token has got to come, for he said, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. There you are. Oh my, true faith leads to obedience. First uh, Peter 1 verse 2, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through sanctification of the Spirit unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Ephesians 2.10, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Amen. Let's look, I want to look at one of the a quote from one of the great Puritan theologians of the 18th century, Jonathan Edwards. He says, True salvation always produces an abiding change of nature in a true convert. Therefore, whenever holiness of life does not accompany a confession of conversion, it must be understood that this individual is not a Christian. I want you to, I want you to understand that works, holiness, separation to God always follows genuine 
faith. If you have faith, God will give you the Holy Ghost. If you have the Holy Ghost, that will produce a holy life. Romans 10.9, because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. 1 Corinthians 12.3, therefore I want you to understand that no one speaking in the Spirit of God ever says Jesus is accursed. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except in the Holy Spirit. People can say Jesus is Lord. We understand Matthew 7. No one comes unto me. Uh, many will come unto me in that day saying, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name and done many, many works? And Jesus said, Depart from me, you workers of iniquity, for I never knew you. They were not doing the will of the Father. They were not walking in full obedience to the word. Let's read from the token again. Believe it, accept it. Full obedience to the whole word of God will entitle you to the token. Full obedience. Not part of it as far as your denomination goes, but all of it. Full obedience to the word which is Christ brings you into Christ. Acts 5.32 And we are as witnesses of these things, and so also is the Holy Ghost, whom God hath given to them that obey him. God gives the, the Holy Ghost to those who obey him. If you disobey him, you're not going to receive the Holy Ghost. So one, true faith comes from a genuine revelation. Two, faith birthed from revelation leads to obedience. Faith that leads to obedience brings the Holy Spirit. It's a, it's, it's a process. There's steps to it. You, you can't, you can't uh, circumvent any of those steps. You can't say, well, I don't, I don't need water baptism. I don't need repentance. I don't need faith. You need all of it. And you need the Holy Spirit as well. So we look at it, uh, just to bring this to conclusion, we have different ways the Bible speaks about the same act, which is receiving the Holy Spirit. It speaks about it as uh, baptism. It speaks about it as the new birth. It speaks about it as regeneration. It speaks about it simply as the new covenant. Many different ways that it speaks about it. And the evidence of receiving it is receiving your word in your generation and being led by that word, by the spirit of truth into all truth. And then the reality is that um, your, you will, it's a personal experience. It's not merely believing, but it's a, an experience that you have, that you know that you have received it. And no one can take take that away from you and then when you know that when you have it it produces the life of Jesus Christ in you towards others that you'll love God with all your heart soul mind and strength and you'll love your neighbor as yourself and you'll love and pray for your enemies so with that said if you have any questions prayer requests or testimonies please send them our way may God bless you